Welcome to the next installment of Two Old White Guys. My name is your host, correspondent. One of the two old guys uh, at Teflon. You can hit me up on Twitter. My handle is Teflon Said. Also, as always, I got with me Mr. Don Snedo. Go ahead and let them know how they can reach out to you, man. I am Don Snedo. You can find me on Facebook at Don Snedo. Um, also at www.numericalife.com. And you can catch our episodes on any of your podcast outlets. All right, so over the past couple of years uh, in this country, uh, a divide has been forming. Uh, It started off, you know, basically as a foreign interference operation. Uh, At this point now, it's really uh, two, in my opinion, two extreme political views uh, that are pulling people who might loosely associate with one or the other to very, very uh, opposing sides. And that's always common in, you know, politics. It is what it is. But it seems like over the past couple of years, it's intensified. Over the past couple of months, it um, has almost reached a boiling point. And over the course of this uh, week, essentially, in my opinion, it's erupted. Um, I'm speaking about some of the violence that has been taking place out here in these streets. I always tell people I'm fairly liberal when it comes to crime. When I say that, I mean victimless crime. You know what I mean? If you want to sell your illegal substance to a person who wants to buy that illegal substance, this is America. That's capitalism. It's a victimless crime. If you want to assault a child because they look up to you because of the robe that you wear, that's not a victimless crime. So in those instances... I'm like, throw them up under a jail. You know what I mean? When when you're dealing with people attacking helpless people. Now, two uh, adults that decide that they want to, you know, uh, partake into, in, in, in something that is not necessarily legal, that's two consenting adults. Has nothing to do with me. But when you have uh, the inability to consent... Or you have someone who is basically just going out, you know, effing people up for whatever reason. There's no consent there. There's no, you know, there. it's just, it's crimes that victimize people, uh, in my opinion, just can't be tolerated in what's supposed to be a civilized society. You know what I mean? Yeah, random people get uh, shot when bullets ring out and yeah... Mm -hmm. You know, random people get their credit card information taken when when hackers, you know what I mean, getting in and start stealing stuff online or whatever. But people typically don't threaten or harm people unless they're deranged lunatics. You know what I mean? Um, And that's what we wanted to talk about this week. Just kind of how outside my front door. All I see are people going on about their day-to-day business. You know what I mean? They're getting up. They're getting ready to go to work. They're sending the kids off to school. You know what I'm saying? They're going home. They're getting dinners together. They're planning 
you know, for holidays, vacations, what they're going to do over the weekend. This is what I've seen every day of my life for the entire time that I've been on this planet. Nothing has changed in that regard. However, when I turn on my smartphone and jump on these social media uh, platforms or I turn on my television and I check out the news, what I see does not reflect what's going on outside my front door. What I see on those different outlets is like your neighbor's trying to kill you or uh, the boogeyman's on the way or, you know what I mean, uh, uh, they're trying to kill grandma by, you know what I'm saying, kicking her off Social Security. And it's like TV and social media is for entertainment. So are these dire you know what I mean? Alarms that are being sounded. Is this entertainment? Because it doesn't reflect what I see outside my door, which is the real world. So are we living in, are we being negatively influenced by what should be entertainment? Or am I being deceived by what I see in the real world outside my front door? What's your opinion, man? First off, I don't think that... I mean, I know we said that um, it seems like uh, things have escalated over the past few years. Um, and, and, you know, we talked earlier about how that has a lot to do with uh, media being more easily accessible. Everybody has a smartphone, so, you know, you can look at Facebook, Twitter, um, and even different news platforms, you know, right in the palm of your hand. But I think that the, the, you know, the agenda to scare people into, or not necessarily scare people into, enticing people into uh, being against one another, you know, neighbors not uh, being one with their neighbors as a community, we know that's been going on for a long time. Um, I like to... I don't want to, you know, get or make it seem like this is all conspiracy theory or whatnot. But I mean, from what I've seen and from what I've learned in my life, this is what the powers that be do to keep control of the people. It's always been, you know, um, how can we get the people to fight against one another so they don't rise against us and take what power we have away and it's just like i said it's just easily more easily accessible nowadays to where it seems like um you know it's happening more but we see it more it's always been going on and as far as the entertainment the differentiate you know how to differentiate entertainment from real news honestly if you see it on your phone you better dig deeper. If it even sound reputable, you know, don't take what you see on your phone at face value because that might not be there. There are people obviously that have agendas that send it through these social media sites to get people riled up, whether it be politicians or, or even just media people or, you know, different groups They use social media to stir people, other people up. But, um, it's something that's been going on forever. Now we just have it in the palm of our hands. I know here locally, you know, which is the same everywhere because this is what, a f basically a week out from the election. Um, 
a lot of people have opinions on about some of these local races. And I know there's a guy that I work with uh, who has opposing political views as me. Um, and sometimes, depending on the day, uh, we can get into pseudo heated political uh, discussions. You know what I mean? Um, without going into detail, those discussions can, like I say, get heated. They they last for a while. You know what I mean? It's 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 they are quite uh, uh, entertaining to say the least. Um, and the reason we do it is to basically kill time while at work. It's for entertainment. So I might argue a point, and he might argue a point, and we might argue opposing points. You see what I'm saying? But it's to pass time. So it's really just a conversation between two coworkers. You see what I mean? This guy's not going to come into my job and, you know, try to blow me up. I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, go to his house and shoot the place up. But we have highly opposing political views. He's still my coworker. If there was something that he needed that I had the ability to, you know, provide him with, wouldn't be a problem. If I saw him out in the street, I wouldn't run the opposite direction. Oh, he he's one of those mm -hmm. people. You see what I mean? And these are relationships that everybody has and everybody deal with every single day. You know, they always say, well, Thanksgiving. Oh, my God, it's Thanksgiving. Here we go. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, that's once a year. I'm talking about the people that you have to deal with on a daily basis. That's what I don't get. If two people could have heated political conversations in the same, basically, you know, in the same proximity in each other's face, and we're not threatening to, to kill each other or see each other as a doggone uh, enemy or a, a psychopath or a fill in the blank, what's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with everybody else? Or or are we doing something that's that's different? You know what I'm saying? What is that about, man? Honestly, I mean, I I believe that, like you said, it's it's something that people feel like superheroes on their phones or when they're not in the same area. But normally, when you you know when you walk outside or you go to the store, it's just regular you know, uh, dealings with one another. It's cordial. It's civilized. Um, but once you get, you know, people get to their lazy boy with their phone or their laptop in their hand, then they feel like they're superheroes where they can say whatever they want to say to whoever they want to say and however they want to say it. And, you know, in some ways, I say maybe, you know, without being overly malicious or um, ignorant toward anybody in some ways, it could be therapeutic, you know, for people who wouldn't otherwise get their voices heard. You know, um, these outlets, these social media outlets, these phones and laptops, you know, feel free to get your opinion out without being a sadistic murderer or, you know what I mean? Uh, but but at the same time, there are people who take that at face value not face value, phone value, I should say. And whatever they hear or see on the internet, they believe to be true. And it's not. And Absolutely, man. It's a, it, I mean, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. The old people say, believe 
none of what you hear and half of half what, of what you, you see. see. You see what I mean? This is true. So a lot of these posts on uh, these social media outlets, you can consider them, I guess, produced by blind and <laughs> deaf people. You know what I mean? Like you really can't, um, you cannot accept their interpretation of what's going outside your front door or what's going on outside your front door uh, as reality. Because when you look outside, you just see people living their lives. Now, the people on these social media platforms and their quest for billions, and I, I'm not, the people behind the platforms, I should say, mm -hmm. as well as the people behind the media on their quest for building billions. Remember that this is all about advertisement, folks. So if I can... Um, get, you know, a few million people to watch my show because all I'm doing is going off on who the president says I should go off on. Uh, understand that that's a quest for advertisers to run commercials during my show. Same way on the opposite side of the coin. If I mm -hmm. can get four million people to listen to me bash the president all day, understand, listener, that is to get millions of dollars in ad revenue during my commercials. It's... It, it, uh, Influencing idiots is a is a a, a cool uh, side effect. You see what I mean? But my goal is to generate as much money as I possibly can for me and my family. Likewise, uh, in politics, these people say anything to get a vote. They don't necessarily do what they say they're going to do once they get your vote. So I say that to say. Even though elections are important, even though everybody has a civic responsibility to get out there and vote, we all understand that these lawmakers spend a majority of their time begging constituents for money to get reelected. Uh, so it's not as if they're going there to actually work on our behalf. Now, the ones who do have a stake in the game are the ones who are set to make millions of dollars based on how these elections play out. If I have a payday loan company and one political party is trying to limit how much interest I can gain off a loan and another uh, political party is trying to uh, have me, you know, provide me with the ability to make unlimited interest off my loan, it's, it's, then it's a financial reason while I would back one particular party or another particular party. But if you're just a worker going to get payday loans, you see what I'm saying? Then you should understand how your vote affects that. You know what I mean? It's like we have to we have to realize that the people who are telling you that you and your neighbor should be at each other's throats are the very ones getting rich off you and your neighbors being at each other's throats. So you just have to understand how and why the media Leaders in politics, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and basically the cultural wall is trying to manipulate y'all into thinking that what you don't see outside your, your front door is actually on its way to your front door. And it's just not the case, in my humble opinion. I, I, would, I would say that, I mean, if you know that these people are out just to make a buck and you see the, you know, how far they're willing to go. Uh, to manipulate people for that buck. Um, how can you take anything that they say 
you know, uh, to heart anyway. They're, they're willing to go through anything, to jump through any hoops and do anything to make that dollar, to continue to make their dollar. They're even willing to pit a whole country against one another for a buck. I mean, you can't, you really can't take anything they say to heart. And uh, you can't let that fear uh, push you to do things, you know, uh, hate, heinous crimes, hate your neighbor, or, you know, you, you're riding with people who don't care two cents about you when you should be shaking your neighbor's hand or, you know, having civilized conversations with them. Yeah, if we don't wake up and realize that we are all members of this nation, not, you know, this particular group is sub or this particular group is less. If you're in the country... In the world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but here in America, we're all just Americans. And a p- politics uh, is not America. You know what I mean? Our process, this democracy is America. But these bickering, the bickering of politicians does not dictate how we uh, act towards one another. When I get up in the morning... And I go up to my uh, local coffee shop to get my morning cup of coffee. I'm not looking to see if there's a Trump supporter there that I can go attack or if I have to watch my back because, you know, I might have said something criticizing the president or criticizing one of his opponents. You know, I'm going up there to get my coffee. And every time I go up there, that's what I do. I get my coffee. So I guess I'm just trying to figure out, you know. You go to the, uh, the what is that, the airport. You fly from New York to L.A. They're not fighting in the airport. You see what I'm saying? You go to uh, church, and if it's not, unfortunately, my God, nowadays, getting shot up, they're not fighting in the church. So I guess I'm just trying to understand. I mean, you know, they're saying it's a divide, and clearly there is. People are losing their minds. But I would garner to say that, Five percent of the uh, uh, people on the extreme ends of our society are the ones who have the divide. The other ninety percent of us that are, uh, uh, you know, snug, nestly, uh, snug there in the middle, we just live our lives. We go on about our business. We don't have million dollar stakes in these elections. Mm-hmm. We're not lobbying politicians to vote one way or another so our um you know our uh company stock can go up 30%. We don't have a stake in those games. What we look for is you know what I'm saying, the things that uh family need, what do they call them, kitchen table issues. Mm-hmm. You know? It's almost like us it's just we just have to do we have to do better. We have to stop allowing ourselves to be so deceived into accepting what someone's perception of reality is, is automatically our reality. Perception is reality. If you think your neighbor is out to kill you because you support or don't support somebody, um, if you want to live your life that way, that's a poor way to live your life. Especially when every day you walk outside and your neighbor's like, hey, what's going on? (laughs) But we got to get it together, people, because we can't have more weeks like last week going forward. It's ridiculous.
I agree 100%, man. The question is, how do we go about um, driving people or pulling people away from this divide mind state? Or how do we go about, you know, showing reality? Because... So, reality is not on your phone. First and foremost, it's not on cable television. It's outside your your front door. So... If you look outside your front door and you see, I don't know, Russians, you got a problem. Or not migrants. Not, you know what I mean. <laughs> not like that in a bad way, but you, you know what I if mean. If you see Russians with <laughs> Russian machine guns, maybe you have a problem. If you look outside your door and you see 7,000 people from South America headed to your house, you have a problem. If you look outside your door and you see a van driving around with crazy propaganda posted on that bad boy you have a problem what i'm saying is if it's not outside your front door it's not a problem and i just use front door as a metaphor i don't mm-hmm. want people to think oh if it doesn't affect me i don't have to worry about it it's not the case what i'm saying is don't believe the hype the ones who are um hyping you up are the ones getting paid off of hyping you up. Mm-hmm. So if you allow them to hype you up, not only are you a sucker, but you're a sucker who's basically putting money in somebody else's head. If you're gonna be a sucker, figure out how you can get paid off of being a sucker. Don't don't be a sucker. enrich somebody else from your sucker shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a sucker. Dig deeper. Find out the truth. And Say hello to your neighbor. I mean, you know, America has had a history of tumult. This has been a very tumultuous country. Uh, uh, Democracy is tumultuous in and of itself. The only silver lining is, you know, this, this idea that everybody is American. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, share those freedoms. Everybody get the same treatment. Everybody got to cough up that tax money, they got to cough up those utility bills, they got to cough up that rent money, that doggone gas money. That's the other thing. Show me the um, Democratic or the Republican way to pay your mortgage each month or to go to the grocery store each month or, you know what I mean, to discipline your child or to pay your taxes. Show me that because these are the things that everyone has to do. If this country is so divided, or, or, or divided, if everybody is so divided, I want to know the democratic process of making dinner versus the Republican process. This is what I have to concern myself with every day, food in people's mouths. I want to know, you know what I'm saying, the democratic process of filling up my gas tank for the week versus the Republican process. These are the things that we all have to deal with. Not who's a thousand miles away or, you know what I mean, who's... Fill in the blank. Get past the divide. The only way divides can be uh, resolved is through healing. Everybody take a step to the middle. The hell with these opposing views because these opposing views are in place to increase the bank accounts of the people behind them. So 5% on the right can get rich spewing hate. Fine. Not saying it's all hate. You know, it might be actual policy. Mm -hmm. Like going back to the uh, payday loan. Um, 5% on left, do the same thing. What I'm saying is the other 90% of 
our asses don't need to be figuring out which of those camps. There's more of us in the middle than it is on these uh, uh, extremes. But there's no money in bringing people together. I want to piggyback off of the healing part of it. And I believe that, you know, although the, this is a country that has been full of turmoil and divide and, you know, it's it's been a lot of uh, battles, for lack of a better term. Um, but in that time, it, it's there comes a point where we have to start a process of healing, uh, learning from past mistakes. And and with the time that we've been here and all the, you know, knowledge that we've acquired, I say let's start the healing process. Let's start the learning from our mistakes to, you know, make it better. You know what is a term that um, has forever identified uh, us as Americans that I haven't heard in quite some time? Uh, melting pot. What mm-hmm. happened to the melting pot? It's... It is. It is, exactly. It's just nobody talking about it anymore. This right. is still a melting pot. Just to recap. Always has been, always will be. Your neighbor's not trying to kill you. <laughs> um, you know, there's not really a threat out here. We are the most dangerous to ourselves. What I mean by that is um, without, you know, uh, getting hit with a, a liability lawsuit or a slander lawsuit, you eat fast food every day, you are much more of a threat to yourself than a person in Guatemala who just wants a minimum wage job. <laughs> so just to recap the call, your neighbor not the call. Jeez. Your neighbor not trying to kill you. This call, this uh podcast, neighbor not trying to kill you. I don't think unless you know. No. You're, you're, you're constantly in a damn yard. <laughs> <laughs> What's your final thoughts, man, so we can wrap this one up. Uh, let's start the healing process in America. That's it. Y'all better get y'all shit together, man. Stop letting these people play, y'all. Get that neighbor off my porch.